بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters and elders let me ask you a question i want you to give me an answer i want you to think about this supposing somebody gave you 10 million dollars tonight right 10 million dollars would you like that yep and you know what to do with it and think things like that just to give you an idea to give you a, a sense of 10 million what happens what give you what what you can do with it you all know about friendly's ice cream right friendly's ice cream was in 1935 two brothers the priestly brothers they were called one was uh, um black priestly black the two black brothers so it was priestly black and his brother the 1935 they started friendly's ice cream and then in 67 they sold it made lots of money obviously and uh, they lived very long lives in 2019 the second brother dry died at the age of 102 and the last the uh, priestly black died in 2021 at the age of 106 until the last day he was driving his car so allah gave them health and long life now priestly black in 2018 when he was 100 years old to celebrate his 100th birthday he built a house uh which is a replica of thomas jefferson's mansion and uh, it is in summers connecticut it's on holly road as you cross the border from long meadow as you go into summers when just where you cross the border where the border post is within 100 meters of that on the left side is uh, is that house is priestly blake's uh, house and um, that house is um it's on the market now for 6 and a half million it comes with 9 acres of land and 11 rooms 5 bedrooms 5 bathrooms private food orchard what not what not right a whole bunch of stuff yeah um it's called monticello and it's a replica of uh, thomas jefferson's house 10000 square feet is the area of the house so that's out of your 10 million you spend supposing you say i want to buy this house so you can buy it 6.5 million it still leaves you 3.5 million in in hand and with 3.5 million one of the things that priestly blake is famous for is his rolls royce collection and they say he has a, he has 100 rolls royce cars and among them also he has the only rolls royce which was built here in springfield massachusetts Rolls-Royce company the only time they built any cars outside the United Kingdom was between 1921 and 1931 they built them here in Springfield Massachusetts and that's because of the of the availability of skilled workers in this area and Priestly Blake has one of those cars so you could get that as well so imagine you're getting a 6.5 million mansion you're getting a Rolls-Royce and still you got more than 2.5 million dollars in hand lot of money right now i'll tell you a condition having told you that you can get this money today 10 million condition is that if you take that money tomorrow morning you will not get up you will die tonight you still want the money 
So if you're saying no, which you're saying no, what does it mean? It means that getting up in the morning is worth more than $10 million to you, right? Isn't that right? That's what you're saying. So if, 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 it was, if you would say, okay, no, I don't, I don't care. I mean, I just, I just want to be the owner of $10 million for four hours and then I'm dead. I don't care. No, you're not saying that, right? <laughs> you're not saying that. You're saying, no, 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 hold on. This condition is not acceptable. If I'm, if I'm not going to get up in the morning, then I don't want this money. Give the money. Which means that for you to get up in the morning is worth more than $10 million. Just ask yourself this question. I ask myself the same question. I got up this morning. You got up this money. What did you pay for that? Nothing, right? You got up in the morning. Inshallah, may Allah give you a long and healthy life. You will get up tomorrow morning and the day after tomorrow morning and the morning. But what are we saying? We're saying that just getting up in the morning is worth, worth more than 10 million bucks. Why? Why is it so important? Why? Think about that. Why is it so important? So what? If I don't wake up in the morning, why is this, why is this life so important? Is it important or not important? It's okay, it's gone, no problem. Is it like, no, it's important. Why? It is important because this is the only period in our existence. Our existence started in the ilm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then in the alam ul arwah, then in the womb of our mothers, and then in this life, and then it, it will go into the barzakh, into the khabar, then on the day of judgment, and then inshallah we ask Allah for Jannatul Firdos. In this entire continuum of existence, there is only one period during which we have the opportunity and the ability and the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do something which will affect our future. It's not only ikhtiyar. Ikhtiyar you will have, it's not only choice. Choice you will also have in Jannah, inshallah. Whether to eat a grape or, a, or an orange is a, is a choice in Jannah. An orange will not be stuffed into your, into your mouth. No, you will have the choice. But that choice will have no effect. There's no future after that. The choice which has an effect on the future is in this life. Only period. This life, whatever Allah has given, that life, whether it is, you know, 50 years, 20 years, 40 years, 2000 years, whatever. The only time when we have the opportunity to make a difference and that difference is forever. It's not just any difference. That, that difference is forever. I do it right, Alhamdulillah, I'm good forever. I do it wrong, then I'm in serious trouble. I won't say I'm in, I'm in, I'm in trouble forever because Allah has given us the opportunity of, of istighfar and tawbah. But if I don't do istighfar and tawbah, and if I do something major enough, then I am seriously in trouble forever. So my question to myself and you is, how are we using this time? How are we using this life? This life which we just proved to ourselves is worth more than $10 million to us. How are we using that? So when I wake up tomorrow morning, what is it that I'm going to dif I will do differently than I did today? Rasulullah said in the beautiful hadith, he said that if somebody who's his each day, if it is not better than his previous day, then it's a waste. No, every day must be better than the previous day. Otherwise, he's wasted his life. Uh, may Allah help us. Does it happen to us? I mean, seriously, we have to ask this question. Allah has given the opportunity. Now, this is the this is the whole the whole issue is this. The whole issue is I cannot go before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tomorrow and say, Ya Allah, you know what? I mean, I want it, but you know, I never had the opportunity. No, 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 no. Everybody has the opportunity. If I open my eyes tomorrow morning, I have the opportunity to do something tomorrow which is better than what I did today. 
And even before tomorrow, before I go to bed tonight, I have the opportunity of doing something tonight, which I did not do last night, which, which will make at least these hours better than the same hours previous night. Right? We all have the opportunity. And the, and, and the, and the beautiful thing about, about this is that it doesn't take money. It does not take money. Nobody is asking for any money for all this. This is for free. Just take it. So what will we do? I remind myself and you, let us ask this question to ourselves. What will I do? Because a time will come when this opportunity, this door will be shut. Life will continue because the life of the barzakh, death is not cessation of life. It's only moving from one state of life to another state of life. That's it. But the life will continue. But this opportunity is gone. The opportunity to make a difference for the rest of my existence is over. If I didn't do that, then I can regret it as much as I want. It makes no difference. It's not going to change anything. And if I do it, alhamdulillah, that is the time when we will be truly happy and we say, alhamdulillah, we took the, we made the right choices. Alhamdulillah, we did the right thing. And the final thing I want to remind you of myself is no matter what we did till now, no matter whatever we did, whether we wasted our life, whether we did all negative things, whether we, you know, whatever. If I was a drug addict, if I was a thief, if I was a, you know, don uh, with a prostitution racket, or if I was a killer, or whatever I was, the opportunity to change is right now. Because the doors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness are open for everybody. Allah did not put any conditions. Whatever you did, in Allah yakfiru dhunuba jamiyah. Very Allah will forgive all sins, provided you make istighfar and tawbah. The condition is that, if, are you regretful? Will you regret? You know, we have the, the hadith of Islam. This man, he killed 99 people and then one, he had this thing. He said, oh, maybe I did the wrong thing. He goes to the sheikh and he says, you know, I have a question. I killed 99 people. Will Allah forgive me? That man told him, there's no 99 people. There's no way. Allah cannot, Allah won't forgive you. You are done. So he got, I mean, he had a problem with anger and so on. So obviously, when he heard this thing, he again got into a furious temper, pulled out his sword, cut off this man's head. He said, okay, now it is 100. Now what, what does he do? So he went to another sheikh. And he told him the story. He said, I killed 99. The other man said, Allah won't forgive, so I killed him also. Now you tell me. <laughs> so that man was smart. He said, yeah, he was smart. He didn't tell you. So he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive everything, but do two things. He said, firstly, he said, go to such such a place. So see what he's doing. He's, take, he's taking him out of his environment. He says, there's something wrong in your environment which made you the way you are. So get out of this environment first. Yeah, you are in the middle of toxic people. So get out of there. So he said, go to such such a place and make istighfar and tawbah there. So he said, okay. Now, as he started moving, he died. As he started moving, moving towards that place, he died. So now the angels of Jahannam, they come. They say, this guy is ours. He killed 100 people. But then the angels of Jannah come. They say, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. He was intending to go and make tawbah. He, he, was, he was going with that intention. So he's ours. Of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the whole story. So he, they, they, they have this argument. They go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the story. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, measure the earth from where he started to where he was supposed to go. If he went more than half, then he is with the people of Jannah. If he is less than half, then he is in the people of Jahannam.
And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the earth to stretch in a way where he is more than half. Hey? This is the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah for his rahmat inshallah. But the effort has to be made. The man took that step. Right? He didn't sit in wherever he was. He took that step. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the rahmat comes. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to constantly have this in mind. That waking up in the morning is worth more than 10 million bucks. So what am I going to do with that wealth? Every morning 10 million bucks, right? What will I do with that wealth? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to use our time in the best possible way which pleases Him Jalla Jalla. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us in that state and to take us in that state when He is pleased with us. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا رب الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين